Well, we know about Legato is going to run this weekend as a short price favourite at Matamata in just an open handicap. It's a mile event. I think it's worth about $80,000 overall. Uh, Lark Creek may be in it as well. She was scratched last weekend because of the deteriorating track there at Hawke's Bay. So there'll certainly be interest there, given she's one of the favourites for the Golden Eagle in Legato. But this horse that we've spoken about a few times, if you backed him at Tarapa uh, last week, you would have been very, very... <laughs> you may have gone for a stiff scotch after the race. Now, we're talking about Grishetti. He's by Zakinto and he was lining up for his fourth start at very short odds. He carried at 58 on his back, and this is the distance of 1,200 metres, and he encountered a wet track for the first time. So let's pick up the closing stages, and then we're going to speak to the co-trainer. He's just labouring at this stage, although he's looking to warm up now. Tower fly pass and Pinder Bell out wide. Crochetti coming through along the inside. Right there also, Sarko, Sarko Crochetti. He's now made the lead at the 100 metres. Well, I don't think he was completely comfortable in the conditions, but he looks comfortable at the line, doesn't he? Crochetti, that's four from four. Second over in Pinder Bell. And joining us is Danny Walker. How are you, Danny? Yeah, good, thank you. Well, he ticked a few boxes there. First time sitting off a horse, a couple of horses. And secondly, he handled the, well, he got through the conditions there. First time on a heavy. Yeah, um, I've never really wanted to run him on a, on a wet track, but just the way it came up, it just sort of fits in perfectly before his next two assignments. And I thought, oh, We'll give him a go, bring race one. Sometimes you get the best use of the track, so that worked out good. And um, sitting behind him, I never thought that would be a problem. He's he's pretty relaxed sort of a horse, so you can sort of do anything with him. How did he pull up after that? What did Warren say, importantly, your jockey, Warren Kennedy? Uh, no, he just sort of uh, said after the race that um, one of the other horses was laying against him all the way around the top bend, and um, I think they might have tried to use a few tactics to get him beat, but... Uh, he said, once the gap came, it was all over. He still ran quicker time than the Open Company race on the day. Yeah, his Zona track got upgraded as well after. So, no, his sectionals all for his career have been, his four starts have been outstanding, to be fair. Um, so that's not a problem. Punters love him as well. He starts favourite. He was a dollar twenty there, 5-1 to one on in the old last Friday at Tarapa. Yeah, um, he sort of backed in short. Uh, I think they run a, a lot of the big punters seem to run multis through a horse like him and it pays off it gives him a little bit extra going forward. He was over a month between runs as well? Yeah, it was um, five weeks. Um, I sort of gave him after his two runs previous at Ruakaka. We were up and really sort of early. So I gave him uh, 10 days just really quiet work and without doing too much and just sort of angled towards that race and then... Um, Three weeks' time he runs in the Sarton Memorial and then three weeks after that, the Guineas. Yeah, the 2,000 Guineas, of course, in November. A very prestigious race. It's been won by some terrific horses when you look at the history of it. Mm. Yeah, no, it is a prestigious race for two-year-olds and uh, three-year-olds. And, um, like, uh, the odd good filly has won it in the past and there have been very good fillies that have won it. Um, back in the day, it was a race for Colts. Um, there's less and less Colts now racing. Um, they sort of go elsewhere, so it's it's a good race to win. Tell me about his next start uh, in more detail. There is that a fourteen hundred? Yeah, fourteen hundred. Um, it's the Group Two Sarton Memorial, which is a traditional sort of lead-up race for the Guineas. Um, sometimes you get the Colts and Phillies coming together um, before they go to either the one thousand or two thousand Guineas. So it's usually a very very good race, um, and it's usually on a very fair track at 
that time of the year, but sometimes you can't bank on the weather. At Rickerton? No, it's at Tirapa. Tirapa, is it? Right. Yeah, then they go south south to Rickerton for the guineas. Yeah, so that'll be the first time he races on that surface when he gets to the 2,000 guineas. Correct. Yeah. Is that a long trip for you guys? Um, it can be a very long trip, but now they've got the flights back up and running. Um, so it's good. It's an hour and 20 minutes by plane. They usually go down, say, the Wednesday or Thursday. So it's this year they've really together quite well and they're bringing flights home. Otherwise, after the Guineas, it's a two-day trip home by road. So it's working out very well. All right. So 1,400 his first time at that trip and then he'll be first go at a mile subsequently. Yep. But you've got no, no worries about the both? No, not at all. He just cruises. He... You know, to be fair, I don't really think the horse has been in top gear yet. Um, Warren seems to think the same, so um, it's all exciting going forward. I bet the offers have just kept getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, he's, um, Daniel's very adamant. He's not going to sell him. He's going to keep him. So that's cool. That's, that's really good. He's, oh, he bred him. He owns him, races him on his own, and he gets a lot of enjoyment out of it. Yeah, hopefully we see him in Australia next autumn. Well, it's a possibility. It was a possibility. Um, I certainly don't think um, three-year-olds go for the derby in the autumn here. I don't feel he's a derby horse. Um, there has been good horses over the years. Only had to do it once in their own age. But I don't. I've just not mentioned that name, Derby. I just don't think it's for him. You, you've had some terrific horses yourself. Of course, you had a, a group. I think your first group one was a horse called Rastus, was it, back in the late 80s? Yeah, yeah. Rastus, he won the Wellington Cup for me, yeah. Yeah, and some we of the basically, other... yeah, we basically had a few good horses, but we um, over the years we've only really raced what we can't sell. Um, we do believe this. we trial them up and sell them or race them and sell them. And um, with the state money being so poor in New Zealand over the years, it's, it's a way to keep your head above water and to make a make a dollar. Well, good luck. As I said, he's very exciting and everyone's talking about him. Of course, it's Dean Martin. You were telling us last time it's uh, Dean Martin's real surname when he was born. That's yep. on the birth certificate, yep. Grishetti. And the owner yep. just has the song playing all the time. Yeah, he loves it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he loves it. Yeah. And just with Warren Kennedy, how did he get on this horse, the South African? Because he's only been in NZ about a year or so, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, when he um, <clears throat> came out here, Daniel was very instrumental of bringing him a couple of jockeys out and a couple of apprentices. Um, he was very instrumental in doing that. And he sort of basically set up the um, the, uh, the Jockeys Academy here in New Zealand, Apprentice Jockeys Academy. Um, and they're getting a lot of uh, people going, doing the course here, not so many as jockeys, but also like ground staff. So they get a full education and tuition on what's what's going forward, whether it be racing stables, track riding, stud work, other things. Some girls have gone on to do vet nursing. Um, it just gives them an insight and some, and some programming and some education towards it. Yeah, Craig Zaki, of course, had to go back, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Mm. He went back. He was, a, he was a bit of a loss to the industry. And at the moment, we're quite light on the ground for jockeys. Um, so... When you've got two meetings on Saturday, two premier meetings on Saturday, it thins them out a wee bit, um, especially when you've got races like Legato and um, and then when the Matamata Cup on Saturday, it pushes the weight scale down. But I think there's probably about nine horses on 53 kilos. Um, that's when you're going to get light for jockeys.
Yeah, a lot of the ladies do very well, don't they, in New Zealand? Yeah, they do. Um, not as good as the two in Australia on the Saturday. Yeah, Cathy O'Hara, Rachel King you're talking about. Wasn't that great? Yeah, group ones. That, that was great. Now, Carbon really Copy great. rides both of them. Yeah, no, they're both, both very good riders. We watch them all the time here. Both very, very good riders. Yeah. Look, I it's mean, lovely to Kathy, talk to you. We'll, we'll probably might touch base just prior to his next run at 1,400 metres. Why not? Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks for that, Danny. Bye-bye. Danny Walker and Aaron Tata uh, trained this horse called Grachetti. Uh, made it, um, as I said, four from four with that victory there at Tarapa as a dollar twenty favourite there um, last Friday. Some of the previous winners of this race, um, this two thousand guineas, which by the way is coming up on about November eleven, it ricketed over the over the mile uh, as we touched on. Yeah, let me just double check. Yeah, November eleven. But some of the previous winners, Pierre, who's of course an open company horse over in New Zealand, Novair the year prior, Aegon, Catalyst. It's a pity he broke down, that horse. Clayton Chipperfield trained him at the time that he, he won um, the 2,000 guineas for Troy Harris. Embellish. You go for Scalo. Extravagant. Turn Me Loose. You go back even further. Atlante for the same stable as Turn Me Loose. Baker and Forsman. Sacred Falls. Jimmy Shu won this in 2010. Katie Lee, the filly for Sir Patrick Hogan, the Rogersons. Um, Darcy Brahma won it. 2005, and then some names you'll remember from the 90s, Foxwood, Surface Paradise, 1990, and Viander Cross in 1991. But Surface Paradise, I don't remember the jockey who rode in the 2000 guineas, Daryl Lang was his name. Of course, he ended up winning a Cox Plate, as we know, for the O'Sullivans. But, yeah, Daryl Lang rode him in the 1990 2000 guineas. And Larry Cassidy won it the year prior on a horse I'm not familiar with called Finnegan's Fox there. Uh, Brian Hayter at Hurrah. Uh, was the trainer.